to Mike Chank Waifu Waifu. This is episode 212 of Mike Check Wife Wife, who as always is brought to you by Lou Complex and Don't Talk Shop. It's also brought to you by Patreon, patreon.com slash Mike Check Wife Wife. Make sure you guys check out patreon.com slash Mike Check Wife Wife to get early access to the video versions of the podcast, to get access to the Patreon exclusive podcast, the after story. The after story is coming back next week, by the way. Sorry, couldn't do it this week. I had a lot of stuff going on, but. It's coming back next week. We got a good episode for you, so come back for that. Also, get early access to, or no, get exclusive access to our trailers, our watch-alongs, our read-alongs, all that good stuff over there on patreon.com slash mikecheckwifewaifu. Um, over on Pike, uh, <laughs> over on mikecheckwifewaifu's Patreon, you can become a producer like Dre the Goat G, Johnny from Show Go High, Kid the Pro from Chaotic Culture Podcast, and Show Go High explicitly. Monique Williams, Nachi, and Safir, thank you so much for producing this and many other episodes of the podcast. We truly appreciate you for supporting us at that weeb tier. We couldn't do it without y'all. Thank y'all so very much. It means the world to us. And shout out to all of our other uh, Patreon supporters, for real. Like, yeah, every every bit helps. Truly appreciate you. Truly. Um, ah, man. Mike Check Wife Wife Who is the Anime Podcast is brought to you every Tuesday at 9.30 a.m., CDT, where we bring you anime topics from the anime season. We talk the anime season. And we also talk spoilers, talk in the second half of the show after a nice tune picked by yours truly. Um, this is a fun episode. Now, yeah. this is a fun episode for me is because this is where we get to talk about our cuts and maybe even some some pickups, you know? You never know. You never know what we, what we find, but... This is the cut, the cutting room floor view. Ooh, that's the name of this episode. The cutting mm-hmm. room floor for the summer. Um, you know, most people, most people spend, you know, three episodes watching stuff before they decide to drop it. So we got some, um, we got some input from y'all over on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash Mike Check Waifu. We're going to share that too. But before we get into all that, that main topic, I want to know how my brother feeling tonight. Man, I'm good, bro. I'm I'm real good. Uh, like you already know, I told Polo before the uh, restarted recording. I've been up since three thirty. But <laughs> hear me out. I am not a good sleeper. Never have been, and I'm not quite sure I ever will be. But here we are. Um, it's an exciting week for me. My uh, my mother's birthday is coming up, <laughs> and she will be landing in Houston on her birthday. And we get to, you know, hang out with my mom and my dad. The kids going to be here, you know, hanging out with their grandparents. It's going to be so much fun. So oh. it's, it's, a, it's a really good week for me. I'm super excited. You got anything big planned? She want to go to Turkey Leg uh, Hut oh. and, and the Candy Museum. Mm. Mm. 
Yeah. Sounds yeah. expensive. <laughs> you know how she do. She don't land nowhere. Last time she was here, she took, she went to the mall, you know, gallery. Oh, shit. Yes. And just was like, I'm waiting. To, I'm waiting to, um, the, the line to go into the, I can't remember if it's Gucci or Louis Vuitton or whatever. Just waited in line. She got in, come out with like three bags. I'm like, my, come on. <laughs> but it's what she do. It's what yeah. she, she, she deserve it. She, she got to this point doing yep. what she, what she do. So she, she worked deserved. hard and earned it. Yep. Yep. True. True that. But uh, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, how you doing, Paulo? What's up? Man. I've been having fun, uh, fun streaming again, man. It's been a yeah. good time. Had to take a break, obviously, for some personal things, but y'all gonna learn about that on the after story. So make sure again you support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Mike Jack White Foo. But yeah, man, man, it's, it's 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 good, man. I'm doing real good. I feel good. I feel a lot um a lot better. I'm still I'm still exhausted, obviously. But being exhausted is uh is is a good thing for me. Um, I just want to get back in the gym, man. I really do want to get back in the gym. Yeah. Now, especially since now I got a, a bigger one with probably more equipment. So I'm going to check that out and I'm, I'm going to show you what it looked like. How has your working out been going for you, though? Like any any updates for you on the personal side? Um, I'm back up to like 180. I still fluctuate. Because uh, you're bulking, squat. right? Right. Yeah, yeah, squat is going up. I want to, I want to hit two hundred, uh, before the end of the year. Mm. But you I know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, slide, slide it this way. Um, but hitting, getting past that like one eighty five threshold has always been difficult for me, brother. Yeah. Um, once I hit one eighty five, it's like a struggle. And if I was strictly just focusing on legs, I know I could hit two hundred. I'm, I'm pretty sure I can hit two hundred if I was just focusing on legs. But when I want to do 200, you know, just I want a good upper body, a good lower body. It's hard for me because my legs gain weight super easy. It's just the upper body I'm working on. So uh, it's just switching up the formula, making sure I'm I'm putting my body to the right kind of stress. Yeah, man. I just I, I can't wait to start giving those workouts again because I'm like when I show you what's what's in there, I, I hope it's going to be great. But um, the treadmill that work. Right, bro. How irritating! How irritating! It's so annoying, bro. Oh, that was so annoying. But I mean, we here. It's different. We don't see. We don't see where it goes. But I'm um. I'm ready to like uh. Start going places, you know. Yeah. And by going places, I mean like. St- stepping out and visiting our friends, you know, our other podcast friends and. Bringing them on. Speaking of bringing them on, talk talked to Rob J the other day, or what was it last week? I think he's like, man, listen, near our time, and I got another core. So instead of yeah. just waiting for us to have Rob J on for the review of near automata, we gonna have him on something else. <laughs> Fuck it, we gonna figure out a way to get him here. The, the, problem, the problem with the problem with it is like I love near near has been great, but it's just the delay. And then the fact that the delay, they decided to bring out all episodes, but it's only the first core. Like, I'm just ready to watch it all at this point. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to wait until it's done. It's going to tie into the episode's topic real nice, but I want to get Rob in here on something. You know what I'm saying? And I have to wait, what, seven months? (laughs) You know? Yeah, that, because hear me out, that's also a a headache and a 
a pain in the tailbone. But uh, <laughs> we we definitely we gotta get get uh sit down and talk and figure out what we want to what we want to slide him in on. Yeah, because because if y'all if y'all don't know if y'all are newer listeners to Mike Check Wife Wife, the way we do guests is um. It's kind of a big deal. It's always been a big deal to us to have guests on because we we feel like we have a cadence that's kind of kind of really good. And to bring somebody on, we have to make sure it's it's the right time. Like for example, um, a couple of reviews we had uh, was Made in Abyss. Our uh, friends over at Blanime Podcast joined us for a Made in Abyss review, and they watched it the same time we did. And there, and it, it was a super smooth dichotomy between. Uh, unbothered Mike and Sine and it was just it was smooth it was it was it was great and then JJK we know a JJK a JJK guy for JJK we had Noxy PM from Project Manga it was another dope episode super dope episode so we like to bring people on when we feel like it's uh it's you know it, it fits for them but for Rob J and this is no offense to anybody else Rob J I feel like can fit on just about anything <laughs> so we we'll figure out a good topic to have them on for because um, I mean I think it'll be easy to 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 fit them in here and, and and to talk to them about to shoot the shit about whatever. Okay. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, speaking of of like past episodes, <laughs> shout out to to Christian, our boy Christian. He uh he gave us some timestamps, and one of the timestamps kind of kind of got me going. It was from episode. This is this is his tweet to us at my check wife on Twitter. He says uh, episode 62, 38, 10 to 38, 56, comparing uh, this to the season now. And how do you feel about the storytelling? And now what that timestamp was referring to was bleach. It was during our when we did our, our uh, rewatches or watch along uh, series where we will watch older shows and kind of like, you know, just talk about it every week. So we had this is how bleach talk formed. Um, so during that conversation, I was talking about how Bleach always have situations to where character all characters always come close to dying, but they never die. Yeah. And I, and it never bothered me. You know what I'm saying? It never bothered me. The fact that it was like super plot armor heavy when it came to like major characters. And that was me talking like, I was talking about how this is dude, this going down in this time machine was crazy because I never watched all of Bleach back in the day because I was doing other stuff. I talked about this in that episode, episode 62, which was years ago. <laughs> years, <huh? laughs> I talked about it then. And I used to I used to do like party promoting in my late high school career when Bleach would come on tsunami all the time. And, and while everybody was watching Bleach, I was out fucking just clubbing, <laughs> just out, just out and about. And um. So I never really got to see all of Bleach. So when we did that watch along a few years back, <laughs> a couple of years back, uh, I was talking about how, why I was like, that, one of the things I said was like, why ain't nobody tell me Aizen was a demon? Because spoiler alert, Aizen's a demon. Um, oh, I, <laughs> I, and this was before I knew about the betrayals and, and how much of a, how much of this he actually planned. It was about all of that. Um, but to, to look at me talk about bleach and gush over it then compared to what I'm feeling now with this bleach, speaking of bleach talk, we can, I guess we can have that right here. So spoilers for thousand year blood war. Nah, I'm not going to spoil anything, but just compare, comparing the storytelling to then to now, I will say that this has been some of the most special uh, evolution of a series that I've seen um, 
probably since the uh, transformation of Naruto, you know, uh, from Naruto to Shippuden and how and what he did in that great ninja war and how people like needed him and, and relied on him from him being that shunned kid from back in the day like that. That transformation to me was was so special. This bleach one, the uh, I guess the gradual change in the dichotomy of this world fucked me up, bro. It was just incredible. Um, I kind of feel like the storytelling currently is swifter, more fast paced yes. now. Yes, stronger and to the it, point. It, I, I guess it has to be. Um. Because we also know that that uh, attention spans were better back then. Uh, That's true. Um, so they they kind of gotta they can't you know pussyfoot around. Yeah. But it's man, Bleach is amazing. And to be fair, even though you were out clubbing and I wasn't, um, I did not watch Bleach either. <laughs> even though even though I loved Bleach, like I watched all the stuff of Bleach that people talked about. And mm-hmm. and that's also let me think about it. No, I think I did watch. I watched a decent amount of Bleach. You watched I at watch. least up until that point where that um where that timestamp was at least. Yeah, but the 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 thing is is that the evolution of this series um and it's it's crazy because you think about this is this is damn near a twenty year old series. Mm-hmm. The evolution of this series has not failed us in in the slightest, man. Oh. It's amazing to even think about that when we when we first started that watch along, and we were in, so engrossed in that storytelling. Yes. Um, bar some of the 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 lesser points, even some of the filler wasn't didn't have the best parts. But when you talk about the actual story itself, bruh, so good, man. Yeah, Bleach really gave us some um some good memories to fall back on yeah and as far as like it look thinking about it now and after watching the most recent episode and again i'm not going to spoil anything so don't worry but the most recent episode was episode 33 of the separation of the thousand year blood war arc um mm-hmm. it still do, does pretty much the same thing you know when you think people are Except for obviously the one we know that's gone, gone. But right. when you think people are actually getting blown back, it's a little plotty army, you know, a little plot armor thrown on there, you know. And, and, and it, I feel like I said I predicted this, and it don't bother me, man. It don't bother me. It don't bother and, me at all. And hear me out, because because let's also be real. Bleach is extremely predictable, but the yeah. show is amazing, bro. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great show. Yeah. It's it's pure entertainment. It's like, and you know what's ironic about it is that like, it, it satiates that meathead side of you, mm-hmm. while also satiating that like clever storyteller. Yes. Yes, because even though it is, like I said, predictable, there is a lot of uh, good execution in how the story Absolutely. is told. So you can't even fault it there. So yeah, Bleach is crazy. It's, un- it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable how good it is. Um, <laughs> but shout out to you, Kristen, for going through and, and, and checking out those older episodes. I don't know how you do it because the difference between us then and us now is astronomical yeah if you will we got, we got we got the plot now <laughs> we got the plot now shout out to another one that does the same thing our boy semi sensei he said 
<laughs> he says in episode 170, in response to episode 174, he says, I'm not lost. I'm just here watching the episodes whenever I get the opportunity. And in 174, I mentioned him like, Simi Sensei is kind of lost way back down there and probably like episode 112 or something. <laughs> I mentioned something like that. I don't remember the exact, the exact term, obviously, because that was 50 some odd episodes ago, but we're almost 50 episodes ago, but <laughs> it's hilarious hearing him bring it up. And he also asks, um, Mike check white flight I'm curious to see your final thoughts on Blue Lock. I don't think he got to the episode to where Blue Lock has ended yet. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna just remind him again in episode 212, since that's like in a what one one late late one seventies. I'm gonna yeah. just say uh he says, um, let me just get the full tweet. He says, I'm curious to see what your final thoughts on Blue Lock of the uh Blue Lock season and if King Teliano has convinced you to watch Ayoashi yet. And I responded and said, nah, he didn't convince me. Blue Lock is the reason for that. <laughs> yeah. And Ayoashi is leaps and bounds better, but it's still, I can't see Polo enjoying it, man. I can't even lie to you. He's not going to enjoy it. Even with the slice of life elements, it's not slice of life enough. And the, 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 the soccer is, it gets very, uh, what do they call it? It gets stagnant because mm. our main character keeps getting to those points where he's kind of, uncertain of himself and yeah. that shit, that shit gets irritating yeah i'm cool on that but he says uh, i was listening to the pod and i was like damn i feel like he should have watched it first because it, it gives more slice a slice mm-hmm. of life feel for him yeah i can't do it man i can't do it <sighs> all right speaking of that man now let's get to the main topic of the show brother this is the most I would say probably the most important time uh, for the podcast for me personally. Let me tell you why. Let me explain. The reason why this is the most important time of the podcast for me is because I think that cutting is healthy. Even though we're a seasonal anime podcast, I think cutting is healthy because of the simple fact is they're keeping up with 30 some odd shows a week. It's very hard. But not only that, it also gives us the opportunity to go back and check out other shows. For example, last season, because I had less on my plate, I was able to watch the Madagatari series. I'm still not finished with it. I'm just about almost done with that. And when I tell you I am so grateful that I watched that series, because, again, I talk about this during those times, but fucking loved it, man. I'm still loving it. It's an absolute series that I've fallen in love with that I truly, truly like and like feel like I'm a part of that world now because I've watched so many different episodes of it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's spectacular. And, and it's all because we did the cut. And I think, what was that last season or two seasons ago that that happened? It was, it, was bef- it was before the spring season, I think, is when you started. Okay, so that was two seasons ago, which makes sense. Because that season was very, very, very weak for, for anime. And, well, the anime that was there was strong, but it was like only a few. Mm-hmm. But, having the opportunity to do that is oh my god it was it's, it's missed I miss it you know what I'm saying I miss being able to just banish something and hence why in this particular episode right now I'm gonna start the, the cut talking and, and say uh, oh, cutting room floor not necessarily a cutting room floor but link click I watched the first episode fucking loved it obviously I fucking loved it for one I'm gonna say the intro the best intro of the season by far bar none not even close to anything just the intro starts off playing and it's normal and it's like a it's 
a, a, a like a a hip hoppy R and B song, and then it reverses because it oh it, it it's so fucking dope. It's an incredible intro, the best intro I've heard probably in like three seasons. The problem with the show is the way it's the way it's paced. It's incredible, but there's no way in hell I'm watching that week to week. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> I am stacking this motherfucker and I'm binging the rest of it. Um. So I watched episode one of Link Click Two, Link Click Season Two, and I'm not. I repeat, I am not continuing. I am binging it. That's my executive decision with this one. So if you ever wanted to like talk about it week to week, tell I can't do it, bro. I need to watch this binge. And I entirely understand because uh, I, I I rock with you entirely on that one. <laughs> um, I have one that I watched previously uh, that I I stood very strong on, and I know Dad needs to talk podcast. It's probably gonna be a little disappointed when I say this. Sugar Apple Fairy Tale. I'm going to watch it twice, right? <laughs> and I said I'm going to watch it twice because I'm going to watch it when it hits six episodes and I'm going to watch it when it hits 12. Mm, a uh, split. A split bitch. Yeah, because I've kind of decided that it's, I know you're not going to watch it. No. And I kind of decided for the podcast, it would be cool to just kind of get six episodes out the way, talk about what we got to halfway through it like and that. then just finish it up. Um, so I'm not going to watch it um, week to week. And Part of that is because I do just enjoy it overall. It's a, it is a very uh, palate cleansing anime. Uh, there is some tension in there and whatnot, but it's a very palate cleansing anime. I do enjoy it, and I'm not. I I can't really see myself putting it over some of this other stuff for certain reasons of like it's just hype or excitement and that kind of stuff. But yeah, I'm I'm not gonna binge it this or I'm not gonna watch it week to week this season. Definitely gonna do the 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 split. Pretty good, man. Pretty good. You know what? Um, you know what show that surprised me that I'm going to continue to watch week to week. What's that? Even though they do the cliffhanger thing too, but I don't care because I'm not. Maybe maybe I don't care that much about this show, but I like it a lot. But I don't care about the cliffhangers because the cliffhangers are very. Um, uh, what's that show we watched last season? Um, my home, yeah, my my home hero. hero, That's that bullshit. Yeah, undead murder farce. I'm gonna watch this week to week. Now it's not like the cliffhangers aren't. It doesn't. They ain't my home hero bad. (laughs) No, they not. They not my home hero bad. You're right. You're right. I don't feel the pressure. Like I don't feel like they're like trying to wind you up to. We gotta have you come back next week. We gotta have you see what happened next. It's not that. It's smooth. It's very um, uh, tasteful, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. Tasteful would probably be a good way of describing it. Very tasteful. Yeah. You- I, I, I feel like the way that they do the cliffhangers in this one is they they let the cliffhanger, like, you know when the cliffhanger is almost coming, mm-hmm. right? They, they almost kind of like build up the cliffhanger. I'm like, okay, there's a the cliffhanger. And yeah. I was like, okay, I can take that because it's not like they just say oh boom cliffhanger yep yep I, I hate when they try and give you that excitement piece and then drop off the cliffhanger yeah. but yeah I, I agree with you on that one Undead Murder Farce was when I did not expect to, to like or even I, to be honest I didn't think I was gonna watch it until Tell mentioned it the day the, the day that it first came out I'm like oh when he, when he started talking about it I'm like huh okay this is this is piqued my interest I'm, I'm adding this to the list very good so far very good so far um um, the one 
that I, I, I know that I am going to keep that I know is kind of out there. I did see that. I think Rob J said it's not for him, but I'm a horror person. I love horror stuff, anime, that kind of stuff. Uh, so Dark Gathering, I'm going to keep with it. Uh, now, I will just let me preface it with this, though. Preface, I'm going to preface this with this. I, I'm not sure if I'm watch all the way through because I really only need like one really bad episode to be like, okay, ah, this yeah. is this is not it. But it does have some very very interesting parts. I just need to see the. I just need to see where it's where it's gonna go. Um, if it if it becomes that or it stays with the whole monster or spirit of the week kind of theme. Where almost like Inspector kind of went down that route in the second season. Yeah, uh, I will be irritated. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I, I will not watch it because Inspector really. Dis- I'm not gonna say the Inspector was bad. It just kind of disappointed me with that kind of uh, approach. Um, so yeah, Rob J tweeted at us uh, just like you can. He says, "My tiny senpai, uh, I like it, but I'm gonna wait for it to be done and dubbed. Dark Gathering horror anime just ain't for me. I'm sure people love Lindell." And he says, my unique skill makes me OP. Shit is cheeks. I'm even disappointed that I said I'm even more disappointed because it's a simul dub. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So to uh, to piggyback off of that, uh, my unique skill, I, I'm kind of forcing myself through it because it's dubbed. Um, it's kind of easy to just watch it because it's dubbed. I mean. But it's ass. It's real bad. It's it started off the first episode really good. Every episode after that, complete garbage. It's, and it's the execution. And I'm yeah. thinking the same exact thing, bro. It's because I can just turn it on and not pay attention. And I'm not even gonna lie to you. I haven't watched it dub at all. And not because I didn't want to watch the dub. I haven't watched it dub because I knew I wouldn't pay attention if I turned it on dub. I'm gonna walk away if it's on dub, bro. And I did that like four times. <laughs> so I, I've had to have it on in the subs and it, even so I still just feel like why am I watching this this Carrie eating rabbit Ugh. and why is it why does she keep popping up so annoying terrible animations terrible through line um, I mean the the only thing that's unique about it pun intended I guess is the fact that his unique skill makes him overpowered and it could be so cool it, it could, could be, be so cool, so cool. <laughs> but it's yep. like conceptually it's, not, it's there Execution wise, it's not. And even and hear me out. I'm not even trying to like, like dote on this show too much. Even the stuff they've revealed in the latest episode, I was like, yo, that makes so much sense. That could be so cool. And then everything else about the episode was like garbage. <laughs> it was like, garbage. why am I still watching this? Yeah, you know one of those funny. Um, and this is this goes to Rob J again, but um, I picked this up. After we recorded our um, our summer preview episode, Rob J tweeted at me after I already picked it up. He was like, "Yo, you seen this uh, this uh, this ashy comedy anime, uh, Tenparu?" Mm. I'm like, "Yeah, oh yeah, I added that to the list after we just done recording." I started watching it. The start of it was like, "I don't, I don't know about this one." I watched the second episode. I'm like, "Okay, I'm kind of like into this weirdly." And in the third episode, I'm like, "Okay, this is actually pretty good." <laughs> and it's not it's not um it's nothing spectacular right it's not gonna blow your socks off with a story um i don't i find it 
um, comedically entertaining. I'm not laughing out loud. I'm not me slapping laughing. But I'm like, huh, I can watch this. And when I'm watching it, the episode just flies by. I don't even feel like I'm spending 24 minutes watching it. Or in my case, because I skipped the intros, 17 minutes watching it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just... It just kind of comes and goes, and I like, and I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it a lot, which is weird, uh, which I didn't think I would, to be honest. So there, there is an anime I have kind of on on the fence right now. Oh, I think I know what it is. And you, you might. It's a slice of life, though. Yep, I think I know what it is. But it's on the fence, and it's only because I hate the male main character. The girl main character is actually pretty okay. Don't bother me in the slightest. It's the male main character who I kind of hate, but it is the girl I like forgot her glasses. I knew you was about to say it. I, knew, I, I swear to <laughs> God, I knew it. I wish I, I wish I could prove to the world that I knew this already. I believe you. I wholeheartedly believe you because I almost, I hope that you feel the way I do. No. That's cool. I'm the opposite, actually. You like, the, you like, okay, the, yeah. I, the main character is fine to me. It's the girl that forgot her glasses that's been pissing me off. Because I'm like, how you do that every day? Enough I is enough, bro. <laughs> I, get it, I get it, yo. Enough is I enough. I hate that, too. <laughs> and, and, and that's part of it, too. I'm not even going to lie to you. It's, but it's what I like about her is her actual, like, everything Openness. outside of her forgetting her glasses. Yeah. Everything outside of her forgetting her glasses is dope. Yeah, she's it's sweet. It's constantly forgetting her glasses. Yep. Um, but the main character... Uh, I get it. Yeah, he's a kid with a crush, man. These are middle schoolers. I... I feel I, like I wouldn't like. I don't know. Bro. Maybe it's just me. I know I wouldn't like that middle school, but hear me out. There was there was a girl that made me nervous like that. Shout out to Heather. She, I, I'll, I'll fuck it. I'll say it. I expose myself. Heather used to make me like that, and we we still cool to this day. She she's a fucking homie. But first, nah, okay. I wasn't fumbling like he was. He's fumbling. No, you weren't. He's fumbling a whole hell of a lot. But. Don't it's, let Polo, don't let Polo, Polo <laughs> twist y'all into believing that he was out here fumbling and twisting up on his words. He ain't listen, never. Listen. Not never. But I, yeah, but. It, it, yes. He's fumbling on his words now, but no, not then. I'm trying to think of how I, how I could say this. She gave me that, that feeling that he kind of internalizes you know, yeah. with his inner monologue, that 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 bubbly fucking feeling, like, oh, I don't want to say anything to fuck this up, or I don't want to fuck this up. And while again, I was a lot smoother with my execution than he is. That's for damn sure. I mean, this kid, look, but this kid is probably never had. This is probably his first crush ever. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of, I kind of, I'm a little bit more understanding of his situation. It's just the whole the girl forgetting her glasses. I'm like, come on, there's no fucking Every way. Day. There's no twice way. a day. There's no way, right? No, she like, got contact lenses. She got contact lenses <laughs> and everything. I'm like, yo, this okay. If this is gonna be the whole gimmick, I'm kind of getting tired. I even tweeted that. I'm like, <laughs> and funny enough, Heather responded to it, <laughs> but because <laughs> I said I'm tired of this girl forget her glasses. But yeah, no, it's it yo. Was she quite, came to she came to school with her glasses on her forehead the whole time, bro. Whole time. I'm like, come on, man. It's enough, <laughs> man. I just want I just want them to progress, and it's probably because I've been spoiled lately. We we got spoiled last season heavy, bro. Yeah, man. And the season before that, because Angel Next Door. Yep. Rotten. And we and that's like a good that's two seasons of good male and and female MCs. Three. Three because, straight seasons? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Because we had more than married couple, but not lovers. Yep, yep, yep. It, oh my gosh, and and he had some of these tendencies, but again, he was older though, so I guess that's the difference. Like this guy's a middle, this kid is a middle schooler. The guy is a what senior year high school. Mm-hmm. So, but it was also less fumbly, so that too. That yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still some fumbles, but not as fumbly because it was a little bit more mature. Fucking look, look listen. It's a it's a decent show. Um, obviously, our sleepers are our sleepers. We can't cut those even if we wanted to. We have to watch them through and through. But I'm yo. Not, yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm not disappointed in mine, and I know I'm not disappointed in yours either. So yeah, I was only disappointed in mine because my episode ain't come out this week. I know, sorry. Your sleeper. Fucking man, gold, bro. bruh. Bruh. <laughs> Hitting on all cylinders, huh? Crazy good, man. It's so good. It's 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 my team romantic comedy staff. Who good? I keep saying it. I'm gonna say it every week. It's that mm-hmm. good because this this main character is special. And I fucking love the whole concept of this. The this dialogue one. with the sister was, was yes, hilariously kind of like cause it, yes, but also yes. yes. <laughs> good. I'm a, yeah, and, and the fact that he his whole gimmick of I'm a chill, I gotta chill, and he think it's for her sake, but I mean she just if she can't it's speak up, sake. yeah, exactly. It's mainly mostly for his sake, but if she can't speak up, then he, she she gonna lose him. You know he tried, Dawson was denied, so fuck it, keep it moving. That's probably I I relate to it so fucking much, bro. That's what I'm telling you, I relate to it so much. It's so good, it's too good. Um. All right, let's get into some cuts, cuts, man. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, obviously my OP skill makes me whatever the fuck we cutting that. I am cutting. Oh, I'm cutting you, Kaizen. Yeah, Cap. Oh my god, what a fucking episode! That was so good. <laughs> oh, let me go to let me go to Twitter real quick because uh, Chris Crystal Light got one that I want to I want to oh, speak yeah. on. Let me see hers real quick. Crystal Light says, uh, Ayaka. Yeah, we definitely dropped that. And then oh, she yeah. says, My Tiny Senpai got cut off my list for this season. Which is interesting because that show got so much better. It's actually really, really good now. Really adorable. Nice, wholesome, but it's nothing you ain't never seen before. You know what I mean? It's definitely not new. Oh, hey. We got another tweet from somebody we ain't hear from in a long time. TK does nothing. Shout out to you, TK. TK says Ayaka, obviously, because that show fucking stinks. Great cleric, sweet reincarnation, big disappointment. And he says, My happy marriage, because somebody spoiled it for him. Mmm. That's fucked up. Wow. That hurts. Yeah, Ayaka was garbage. Absolute trash. I was cut off instantly. Helk, uh, I haven't seen anybody say they watched Helk. But I also cut that off before I can even finish the first episode. The Great Cleric, uh, yeah, dropped that joint. <laughs> oh yeah, you did. I, that. I, I literally just dropped it because I was like, oh yeah, that's what I want to talk about. Yeah, drop that immediately. I forgot about that one. Um, it's a waste of breath. <laughs> uh, let's go to uh, let's go <laughs> let's go to Huey Huey TJ. Shout out to Huey TJ. What's up, man? How you doing? He says, uh, "Vending Machine." I gave it one episode. Not impressed. <laughs> yeah, no, no, don't ever do that. Uh, well, tell is, but I'm going to watch it for a very spe- specific purpose. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't waste your time on that. 
like Telus because he has a reason. <laughs> it's not a very good reason, but it's a reason. <laughs> What's the reason? Because I watched Reincarnated as a Sword, so now I got to compare the vending machine. <laughs> Oh, I, might, I might make a Patreon exclusive video on that. Yo, do a whole report on that. That'd be fire. We need. That. Oh man, that's the kind of content we need. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to our boy uh, TCB underscore NYC. He says, "I am someone who tends to drop shows unless it's really bad, even for my taste or complete nothingness." As for the shows, I want to check out. Uh, want to check out after the fact, Masterful Cat. Is depressed. I'm hearing uh, the. I'm hearing is sorry. I'm mm. hearing being the better Gohan show this season, so I might check it out. That that one is that last sentence is hard to read because the Gohan's is the studio, <laughs> so <laughs> the way it's inputted into that sentence fucked me up. But yeah, I yeah I'm cool. I, I definitely ain't touching my depressed. And there's no again probably because we watch so much TCB. But I cannot force myself to watch show that I even feel remotely is a waste of my time. I can't do it. I got it's gotta be a purpose somewhere. Yep. Yep. Like for example, rent a girlfriend. While I hate, absolutely hate that main character, probably more than more than any main character. This season has the internet's gonna hate me because the internet hates this show. This season has been so much better probably because he's like mostly not in it I mean he's in it but not as much and what he's doing is more um, structured so it's not him again fumbling it's been a good season so far and I'm enjoying it I'm enjoying every last second of it I know the internet hates Rent a Girlfriend it has like a 4.3 on Crunchyroll the overall rating on Annie List is a 69% nice uh, but I like it and I enjoy it. What about you? I'm here for Rent Girlfriend. I don't even care. Yeah. I, ain't, I don't even care. I'm not giving it a sixty nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I enjoy it. And I don't, I don't know if it's because it's like all over the place, but it's something about. So the previous seasons obviously were all over the place, but this season, the direction. It's just so much better. So I feel like if if you got through the first two and you get here, you will be appreciative of what we have now. One hundred percent. Uh Classroom for Heroes, I like. I like a lot. I like it a fucking lot. I can't I can't say that I don't. I know it's not for everybody. This is one for some reason, something about <clears throat> this show. I like the characters. I don't know what it is, man. But I enjoy it. I'm, I'm not sure yet. But yes, there's stuff I like about it. But something, it just seems a little off to me. But yes, maybe, maybe it's just a budget. It seems low budget. Yes, I was about to but, say that. But there's, there's elements about it that aren't bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I think it's okay. I'm just not 100%. I'm not 100% like pulled in yet, but it's not bad by any means. The world is non-existent, but the characters are carrying the show mm-hmm. to me personally. Like, cause that's, that's the show. Yeah. Literally the show is the characters, everything, the world and everything around it. Like what the fuck is even ha- happening is not 
even remotely interesting. But the characters are for some reason. That's how I feel about it. Um, but I, I watch it every week. I watch it again as I'm watching it. What I look for when I'm watching a show is how many times I'm picking up my phone or, mm-hmm. or pausing it to walk away. That's 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 the that's kind of how I gauge my feeling on the show. If I'm pausing it, like my home hero, it took me so long to watch one episode of that fucking show, dude. I would just pause it. I would go in my bedroom. I would lay on the bed for like two seconds. I'm like, oh shit, I was watching it. Anime. Let me get up and go finish this. And, I would <laughs> and then I would get on Twitter and start scrolling. I'm like, oh fuck, I'm supposed to be watching the show. I got to rewind it again. It's I, when that, when that happens for me, I can't. That's when I know I should drop it. My home hero I had to see out through the end for some reason. I don't know why I did that to myself, but yeah, it's it. That's kind of how I gauge it. Um, I probably should have said that at the start of the show, but whatever. Um. This um, this uh, the Gene of AI one. I keep going to. I keep okay. So the way I watch it is obviously for those of you that don't know. I go to AnnieList.co. I click yeah. the show and then I click the link and it takes me right to the episode that I'm supposed to watch or, or the show that I'm supposed to watch. Are uh, people having a hard time watching it? No, I keep clicking on the Gene of AI and I'm not watching it. I'm like I don't, I don't feel like this right now. Let me see if there's something else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know what it is about it. I don't. I don't think it's bad. Yeah. I just, I can't go, I can't go inside. I go inside the profile of it and I can't k- click the cr- Crunchyroll link to take me to Crunchyroll to watch it. I'm like, ah, I don't want to watch this right now. Let me go to something else. And I will go to something else. And I just don't know why. I can tell you exactly what it is. So I, I was, when I was watching it, it said events are uh, true to near future, right? Um, based on near future possibilities or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think the issue with it is is that it's almost entirely too serious. I'm like I'm not sure, but it's almost entirely too serious. Like everything about it seems melancholy and sad. Yeah. Like, okay. Like yes, the future is supposed to be like this thing, but it, everybody already scared of AI as it is. In this, you get this, and it's like. It's too, it's too serious. Yeah. It's like, you, you just made me, you, sorry, you just touched on a point that like, kind of like put the last piece of the puzzle in for me. I think that's what it is because I think when we had that topic, let me go to uh, what, uh, what our boy, Father Vash, aka Daddy's Talk Podcast, Rob said, because I, I do think it's something we should touch on. After oh, that was in the wrong tab. I hate Twitter <laughs> or X or whatever the fuck is about to be called. Don't even worry about all that. Yeah, exactly. Ain't, ain't none of our business at this point. Ain't none of our business. Follow us on Threads at my check wife wife food. Um, where is it? Where are you? Dad needs to talk podcast. Our notifications go stupid. Oh, I know. I know how to get. Okay. So he, we mentioned that the, the last week's episode was mostly about the, uh, you know, the backup situation within that show and then how kind of serious it, it, it felt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and sorry again for the, the episode being all messed up. It's, I don't know what the hell happened during the editing process to where that. Okay. Well, maybe I can't because Twitter is broken. All right. Well, never mind. I would wanted to get to what father of uh, Vasha, but yeah, I think that's it, man. I think the show just take itself too serious. 
Yeah, and I'm, it's a serious topic, but I don't know, man. Every episode ain't got to be sad. Like, if they gave us, like, an episode where, like, things seem cool and then let it devolve into the sadness, I feel like that would be better. It's it's almost like they're beating us over the head with the melancholy. Is they beating mm. us over the head with it. And we ain't even that far into the anime. So I'm going to get to episode 12 and be like, yo, should I just, like, turn the anime on and just expect to be, like, depressed? That's interesting, bro, because maybe that's maybe mentally because I only watched still only watched that first episode. So every time I go to turn it on is maybe because it's like, I don't want to really see this right now. I don't really want to see the whole depressing story because it's kind of it feels like it'll be built like an anthology, right? Like it's just a bunch of different smaller stories week to week that are terribly sad, kind of like Black Mirror or some shit like that. And I just don't I'm not in the mood. I would rather go watch Zom 100 a hundred times because that fucking show is dope. (laughs) I'm telling you. I'd rather watch Temparo Temparu because that show is funny. Oh my gosh. Or Jobless Reincarnation because that shit is good, bro. It's so good. Uh, That might hit my top 10. Jobless Reincarnation is insane. Yeah. It's so good. Uh. What's the show that that kind of like came out of nowhere that everybody's rocking with right now? Reign of the uh, Seven Spellblades. I like this again feels just like Classroom of the Heroes for me, but the difference is, is the world is more interesting. Yeah. And the characters are dope. It's, it's more streamlined. Yeah. In a so yes it's, but what's funny is that they still kind of have the same editing style though where it's where they kind of skip it around a little bit yeah it feels a little disjointed a little weird but be, i don't know maybe it's because the world is more interesting that i don't care about that editing as much as i did doing classroom right. for heroes but the fucking characters are extremely dope man every last one of them the friend group is dope i like i like a lot I, I, yeah, I have to agree with that. Uh, Rain of the Seven Spellblades was. It was significantly better, in my opinion. I know, you, I know you like Classroom of Heroes, but the Classroom of Heroes episode, I was like, I get the emotional impact, but this one just seems like, I don't know, it's giving us that, that shonen bag for sure. Yeah. But uh, I definitely see the, the progress, in, in my opinion, is just like, it's, it's a little bit more for, and the world is just developed better. Exactly. Yeah, everything you said is, everything you said is on point. It's that forward progress that's, that's much more interesting. I agree with that. Uh, what's your take on Liar Liar? Are you feeling better about it? No. Mm, that's interesting. I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't like Liar Liar. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. It's, it's to me, it's just like, uh, <laughs> but it's not, so it's not, and I'm not saying, uh, as in like, it's bad. Cause I don't actually think the show is bad. Right. And I know that sounds weird. Right. I just don't like it. I don't like it. Very I don't weird. think the show is bad. Um, it's just not, not my show, but I'm gonna watch it because I do want to see what happens. It's this, this motherfucker has been captivating, bro. It's it's a lot of dialogue though. I will warn people: if you pick up liar liar, that shit. It's a lot, a lot of dialogue. And if you miss a couple of lines, you are gonna miss an entire plot point because <laughs> that shit gets 
Bro been lying the whole time. Obviously, it, it's it's literally there. <laughs> it's, but it's, I feel like it's it's going to be. It's everybody lying. It's not one person. It's it's the uh, entire island lying. That's the fact. But I, what I did like is the explanation on him and the stars this time, mm-hmm. and the goals with that. I was like, yes, let's and, see where it goes. Let's see how he benef- And a mutually benefit. Uh, benefit of using each other. It's fucking sick, man. It's a dope show. It's a really, really dope show. Again, you just have you just have to watch because it's a lot that you can miss. Without trying to spoil anything, when he had that one battle in his most recent episode, and he's like, "Ooh, she was tough." I'm like, "Stop lying." <laughs> I was like, "Yo, stop lying, bro." So, yo, I don't want to hear that. I don't believe you. I don't believe nothing you say. I don't think that she was tough. I think that he said it was tough. Yeah, I'm that's what away I'm from everybody. But I, I'm like, bro, bro is lying. I don't believe you. No, it's it's a good it's a good show. It's it's actually a really good show. I think people should check it out. It's fucking it's divulging into something way bigger than it. It might, you know, what I think is going to happen. It might get too big to where it unravels itself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because again, like yeah. I said, it's a lot of fucking dialogue. It's a, it's too much to the point where, like I said, if you miss a line, you miss a whole. Uh, it's a whole hell of a lot because right now there's a there's an inner plot within the inner plot within the inner plot and it's like oh shit it, it also does that thing that all of these kind of like anime do where it's like you'll see all the people talking in the background and they run all that dialogue and then they'll run their dialogue parallel to that and then they'll run more dialogue at the top so it's like three layers of dialogue you're trying to read and although i can keep up I don't expect that everybody can keep up because let's be real. If they ran three lines of dialogue, I'm missing at least two words, bro. Yeah. Let's be real. Ain't, ain't nobody that that good. Yeah. Um, unless you are, in which case, hey, more power to you. But yeah, the yeah. show is actually, like I said, I don't think it's a bad show. It's just not my show. Yeah. Very interesting. I can't wait to see where it goes, though, for sure. Sure. I mean, and that's, that's pretty much it. Outside of like Bleach being fantastic, we talked about that at the start. I haven't watched, I haven't continued watching the Masemune Clone Revenge season two yet because I still need to rewatch season one. But I'm actually okay with that one being dubbed and done, or, or done and dubbed as as Rob J calls it. Mm-hmm. Because to be able to watch season one and then just binge it right into season two would be fucking fire. Um, and clearing up this list may make might make me eligible to do that, you know. Yeah, looking at the stuff, and I, I didn't drop anything specifically until we got here because I wanted to look at my list dwindle down while yeah. we got here. Yeah. So before we started, I had over 20, 20 here. Um, now I'm looking at, uh, what's that, 15, 16, 16 anime. 15, 16. And and it's only sixteen because the one thing you haven't started watching yet that I started watching was The Devil Is a Part Timer season two part two, mm. and that's actually it's been pretty fucking good. It's been better than better than so much better, bro. So much. I don't know what they changed, but it's there. It's fi- it's finally progression into some shit. It's like oh, but why that's what they changed? Yeah, the exactly. Progression. Exactly. So it's like oh shit. Okay, all right. I'm here for it. So. I'm looking forward to that uh, too, but so yeah, we we chopped it down both down to fifteen. I think that's a good place to uh to to be. Maybe we can even add it. I don't know. Fifteen still a lot, so I might not be able to add another show to this. But I like it, man. I like it. 
All right, let's take this quick break. And when we come back, we're going to spoil JJK, Jobless Reincarnation. And let's do the Dreaming Boy is a realist this time, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll, we'll be right we'll back. About, what? What happened? I said we're going to talk about what? Like Zion 102? You want to bring three or just two? No. Uh, I said Jobless Reincarnation, JJK, and Dreaming Boy is a realist. Perfect. Got you. My bad. We'll be right back after these.
welcome back to episode 212 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. We're about to spoil JJK, Jobless Reincarnation. And Dream Boy is a realist. We decided to switch up the list a little bit. Uh, starting off with, um, whoa, I'm hearing myself. Echo. Starting off with um, JJK, bro. Again, we saw this already in the manga. Um, but when I tell you <laughs> this soundtrack, man, it kills me every single time. It's so good. Yeah, it, it obviously it, it sounds amazing. Um, it gets you into into everything, like even like the beach scene. How they handle the audio in general on this show is just far above, far above average, <laughs> far above average. Like it, it is. This is top tier audio for uh, an anime. Do you think people watching JJK or who, or who haven't read it, do they think like this is? There's no way they can think this is the now, right? No, it wouldn't make sense if it was now. Because why would Gojo just be walking around with regular sunglasses on? Yeah, and in, in this. In this high school get up, yes. Because I was just thinking, I'm like, man, man, are people confused? He even looked a little wider. He he looked a little wider in the in the later season or the previous. Because he's grown. Like, I was just thinking about that for some reason. I'm like, man, man, I hope people aren't confused because it's like, again, because we read it, because we got more context to to this particular um, situation. When I read it, and um. And uh, Rinka, is that her name? Rio, Rio, whatever her name is. When she got popped by the gun, my jaw dropped when I read it. So when it happened again, my jaw still dropped, even though I knew what was happening. (laughs) Still, I was like, "Yo," (laughs) I'm like, "Oh shit, man!" Listen, what does he do? Um, Megami's dad. Well, how does he move that way? It was just, uh, it was just fire a, to see. You know how that, how heavenly restrictions work, heavenly blessings, uh, or blessings, not heavenly restrictions. He was just fire, man. He's absolutely a demon that I wouldn't be uh, caught dead with. Around, Fighting. around, yeah, exactly. I don't need to be on the same continent as motherfucker. He is something else. He was on Eisen level uh, demon time when it came to like planning what he's how he was gonna approach Gojo with having him keep his six eyes up for what however long it was, and then waiting to that one one moment for him to drop it in order to uh, to do some damage to Gojo. Mm-hmm. And he did a lot of damage to Gojo. And, and like we said, obviously we know this is the past, so we know that Gojo is still around. But but he had to get humble. <laughs> he had to get humble. Yep. And let me tell you, that was humbling. <laughs> that yes. was something else. And to see it animated was like I was like, yeah. <laughs> he just did him dirty. You know how the Attack on Titan fans talk about the rumbling? Yeah, this is the humbling. Humbling. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's that's a bar. This is the humbling for Gojo, man. Because, like you said, he was, this was absolutely necessary for him to that cockiness to know that. Listen, you gotta move. You gotta move right in this world, or you are gonna get got. 
<laughs> you gonna get fucked up. Mm-hmm. And it, it technically really only made Gojo better, but sheesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it took that, bro. Yep. But it took that for them to know that. And if you, never mind. I was like, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I was about to go to Shibuya. Um, <laughs> but it, it's it's spectacular, man. It's, it's what a what a beautiful beautiful fight between Gojo and, and Megami's dad. I don't know his fucking name. What's his name? Uh, they don't have him. But what you gonna call him, Megumi? Megumi's dad. Fushigora. No, that's the last. Oh, it's it's Toji. It's Toji. Oh, Toji. Okay, Toji yeah. Fushigoro. Yeah, he's a demon, bro. <laughs> definitely a demon. <laughs> yeah, when they said when they said Bill Diffie, he definitely that. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> For sure. All right, so we can't really do any gut checks because we know what's gonna happen next. But I feel like it's a uh, this. I don't know that. What do you think gonna happen? That's cap. I, this execution of this particular <laughs> this particular arc has been absolutely astonishing. Um, very, very nice to look at. I knew I was missing something. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's it's been, it's been spectacular. Mappa, it's like Mappa does. Mappa plays favorites. Yeah, and you can most certainly tell. I I, I do have a question. Yeah, not. So not since it's a gut check, but like since we don't can't really do a gut check. If you were watching this for the, and I mean, technically you read it for the first time, you feel like this humanized the situation. Like um, that that made Gojo, and we we know the the significance of Gojo, but that made like everybody. It didn't. It almost feels like it don't matter who it is in this show at this point when you see this, because we know this is past Gojo, right? Yeah, so yeah. like. This this won't quite exactly work the same way, but it humanized the situation of like anybody can get it. Yes, <laughs> like in with the right circumstances, the right preparation, the right person, almost anybody in this show can get it. And I I loved how that felt watching this. Yeah, in this particular situation, what it was for me, it was. Um the humbling was in, uh, how can I say this in the future it made me understand why what happened in the future happened because of what happened in the past right because of the humbling made Gojo who he is today i.e. quote today uh, it made me like I, I didn't appreciate it as much this is hard to talk about without going into spoilers but uh, of the future but it had me um i didn't appreciate this particular flashback until the incident happened that's all i'm gonna say about that you know when the incident happened i'm like oh so now when that happened back then i get it now because it's nothing else you could really do you know <laughs> you know sorry to talk in circles for those of you who didn't read JJK or haven't read it or don't know what we talking about but that's just about as far as I'm gonna go without <laughs> without Nothing going deeper else you could really do because yeah. it's a fact yeah, it's, all, it's, all you, it's nothing you can really do so you have to do something like that and now I'm like oh shit now I get why you know 
the humbling was so important. Because during the humbling, I hated Gojo, obviously, which was intended. Not hated him, but it's like he got on my fucking nerves, you know? He was he was a the uh <laughs> the the Sasuke that was going through his um his angst phase, you know? And I like, bro, just you going you can you can get fucked up, you know? You can get yeah, hundred billion times better. Than yeah, he, he, he can still get fucked up. Yeah, exactly. Don't don't get it twisted, buddy. Right, right, right. And then when the future happened, I'm like, oh, well, never mind. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on before I go into fucking spoilers because I I just want to talk about it so bad. Mm. Um, moving on. Jobless reincarnation. Uh, seriously. This is gonna hit my top ten. I <clears throat> I feel so happy, and Rob isn't gonna hear this because he turned this part off because he's not he's binging uh, jobless. But I feel so happy for Rob because he he's going to be able to binge it and to just see all of this play out all the way through. And I'm mm-hmm. jealous. I'm fucking jealous because these I'm the cliffhanger, bro. These episodes fly by. The, the episodes, I swear to God, feel like 10 minutes long. And they, it's literally a full 24 minutes because they don't have an intro. They don't have an outro, really. It's just, it's a full 24 minute show, but it feels like it's 10 minutes because it's just that fucking captivating. And I'm only going to disagree with you on this real quick, right? Because I, I do think the show is entirely captivating. It did not feel like 10 minutes to me. It felt like I was sitting there salty with Rudy. I was sitting there like, <sighs> so the episode was long for you? Not long. It just was like she went by so fast. <laughs> I had to pause it for a minute. <laughs> like, uh, get your legs in, Rudy. Get, let, let me blood on the floor. Pause it. Let me. Let me. All right, play more blood. And it's just a lot of it felt like. Uh, you should have been did that. I was yes. I was ready for that, Rudy. I was ready for that. And, you, and it makes sense with all the the he cause he's built up trauma. He he is nothing but a a, a walking ball of trauma, right? Like yeah. that's what he bomb. is from, from his last life to this one. Like, yeah, it started off smooth, but now we here. Yep. And it's like everything I feel like I said before stands, right? Like these people have no idea how ridiculous Rudeus actually is. But in that like supreme power, right? Like in that ridiculous amount of power that he has, he also knows how weak he is. Yep. And, and all of that weakness, he, he realizes that like all his faults as well, like bro was mad, mad cocky because he knew how strong he was. He knew how strong he was in comparison to regular people. Then he sees someone stronger than him and now he's humbled. Like Gojo, the humbling. Um, he got humbled. Oh, I'm gonna change the name of this episode to the humbling. <laughs> and then uh, he gets to this point to where it feels like no matter what he does, he has to act this way so that nothing else leaves him. And even when it wasn't by like by choice, right? He he got separated from everybody he cared about and loved, not by not on purpose, but by choice. Not no, not by choice, but by accident. Mm-hmm. He started that, bro. That man is is emotionally destroyed because he can't hold on to no one, whether it be intentional or accidental. Yeah, and his it's absolutely 
brilliant how they uh, weave in the implications of his plan, right? His plan is to get as famous as possible so the name can be spread around because there's no way he's going to be able to find his mother otherwise. Because mm-hmm. they, I mean, they try to, his dad sent out the strongest, like the strongest searchers he could possibly find to find his wife, aka Rudy's mother, and got nothing. So if they can't find it, there's there's no way in hell Rudy by himself with no heirs, no uh, Ruger, would ever find his mom. So the best thing for them to do is to just for him to do is to put out the call. So he had to put on that. He had to save face. He had to pretend to be this this extremely strong and get his name out there so people can be like, hey, did you see Rudius or what they call him? Quagmire. Quagmire Rudius. Yeah, he, he saved me, blah, 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 blah. Just, just spread the name. And as we saw at the end of this episode, it worked because that that uh, that, that Thotty Elf, um, <laughs> the Thotty Elf of heard the stories and now she's going to be able to find Rudy, which is going to be an interesting next episode. But for this episode, it was just him, his performance anxiety, obviously, with when it came to the sex, everything is completely understandable. I'm not gonna say it's relatable because I don't. I never. I don't. Nah, I don't relate to none of the, none of the shit he's going through because he, again, like you say, he's a walking trauma bomb. But everything he's going through, you completely understand it. And like, even getting it from a perspective of an actual woman, she's like, yeah, it's he's he's emotionally. Scared of women because the last time he had intercourse for the first time in his life, both lives, because he was a virgin in his previous life, for the first time in both of his lives, he has sex. And then when the first time he does it, they disappear, gone. So you got to think about this since he was a 30 year old virgin in his previous life and now in what, 15, 16 years old. And he did it and she disappeared on him, just left him. And the thing is, is that it's not even necessarily specifically that i think a lot of what rudius's issue is is that he has no explanation you know yeah, what i so, mean so that's where i was going to go next he got an explanation but the explanation was extremely vague to right. the point where it wasn't an explanation at all right and it's and, because and what's so fucking crazy is that the explanation was given it was vague only because she just learned how to write so it's like it's a fucking it's a Huge conundrum of misunderstandings that is fucked. Yeah. It, it's fucked up. It's a fucked up situation, and that's why it's so heartbreaking for me as a viewer watching from a distance, knowing that this is all a huge misunderstanding. It's a game of telephone. She doing this for him, but she couldn't say that because she she can only worry a few words. So it's like, wait. What 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 do we do? What do you do here in this particular situation? And then the whole Sarah situation, man. She, for one, that's another misunderstanding. Obviously, right. he was drunk, but she also didn't need to do what she say what she said. Because how fucking demoralizing and crushing is that? You know, like he clearly yeah. was distraught and stressed and. <laughs> upset about not being able to do it and for you to say yeah I, I, I just did it out of obligation I mean, I mean I'd be petty too and then to expect that and yes he is an adult technically right and to expect him to just know like look at you and expect or know that that's not really what you meant you know right. I was you could tell that he that she seemed to actually be interested in him right yeah uh, and 
And it, it did kind of suck to even hear what he said at the end yep. and heard him try to kind of just hear it. But accidents happen. She said some hurtful things and and I think the issue more so is that like it's a it's a bunch of misunderstandings and no one wants to clear this up. Yep. It's too messy to clear up or just no one wants to clear it up. Yeah, it, is it too messy to clear up? I know that's not a question you asked, that was a statement you said, but is it too messy to is it too messy to clean up? No, I'm I'm I was asking, is it oh. too messy to clean up? Because I don't, I I personally think that no, nah, I'm I'm a I'm a, a conversationalist. So I, if no, nah, I I can clear that. Up. That's not what I meant. Now whether you take it that way is up to you. <laughs> All right, Rudy, it's cleared up for me. Who me? The conversationalist, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, look, I was drunk, um, and that's not exactly what I meant. I I do like women with with uh my wife's kind of body, but you know. You're Rudeus, bro. You're not Montel. I know. I'm. I'm joking. But you get what I'm saying, though. And I understand that I'm. I have way more uh, talking ability, ability than a, a 30 year old Rudeus who was locked in his home and then grew up as the way he did. So obviously, yes. But what I'm saying is, is that with his ability, no, he is not a great conversationalist for these kind of situations. When Absolutely. he gets into these things, he is quite literally a quagmire. <laughs> Which is obviously hilarious because he is a quagmire in more than one sense. Yeah. But uh, he needs a like if he was like his dad, <laughs> he, he could talk. All he all he would do is talk, right? And that would help him understand how to get out of it. But he didn't develop that same sense. So the situation goes like this: he said he says these things as he's drunk, obviously, but he also says it in a way of trying to make himself feel better about the whole uh, underperforming situation, right. you know? And again, totally makes sense from his perspective. But looking at the situation, I would feel like, and this is me being real, I would feel like it's unrepairable too. I'd be like, yo, let's get the fuck out of here then. You want to go? Yeah. Let's go. I mean, there's nothing else for me. She just slapped me. Even the counter arrows leader or, yeah, leader was like, yeah, you went too far. And I'm like, obviously, I know that. So I'm, let's get the fuck out. Let's go. And I was saying, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's repairable. I'm just saying clear the air because if you say what you actually like feel and mean and what you're actually thinking, right? It's not up to you to decide what the other person is going to do. You know what right, I mean? Right. You can say, look, I, that's not what I mean. I actually really do like you and I, I appreciate it all of whatever time, right? Uh, you don't have to ever talk to me again because I do understand that this is an ir- irreparable situation. Yes, this can't be repaired. Yes. But I just wanted to let you know that that's not what I wanted it to come across as, and I apologize for that. And then, boom, disappear. Lingo. You might never, you might never see her again. But let's say ten years down the line, you grown, Rudy. You fifteen or twenty five years old or whatever at this point, and you see her again. She's like, "Oh yeah, what's up? You know what? It's water under the bridge. You know, you good, bro." And then y'all can just be cool or whatever. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying it got to be repaired now because time will heal things that need to be healed. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He don't have the ability to just converse and say mm-hmm. that's not what it was. He, yeah. he can't do it. Him leaving was the right move for me though, personally. It I was. I he needed to get up out of there. Cause yeah, straight up. He needed to spread his name too also, like his keep, intention was. Keep his objective going. I was just about to say that, yeah. Uh, Alright, gut check. Where we going with the thotty elf? She gonna get there? She gonna make it? She gonna talk to him or is he already gone? 
Because the Thotty Elf is in a party with uh, with Roxanne and the, the dwarf dude. I, for, I forget his name, but. I think she got to, though, right? Who? She, they, she got to be able to get that conversation or talk or pass that information. It really left. I'm saying there's got to be some other way, though, right? Yeah, she got the information that he's in that town. We mm-hmm. decide to leave that town to go to the labyrinth with the old boy. But what I'm saying is that the information, the fact that he at the labyrinth, the fact that they're going somewhere, is they're mm-hmm. not just going to go to the labyrinth and nobody knows. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. So they, if someone's going to know, and then that can happen. You know what I mean? She, she going to go there, meet up with him. Yeah. Interesting, man. I don't, if I remember correctly, she's trying to find them for the for the dad, right? Yeah, they, I think that's still the situation. Yeah, so they and they haven't been able to communicate the fact that the dad has already reached him. Right. But so, hopefully, she'll have some new information. You know what I mean? Right. Right, and that's what I was. That's where I was going with that. Yeah, hopefully she does. That's a big. That's, this show is too good, man. As far as like the. Just how far, how deep it goes without being convoluted and messy and gross and and just legible, you know? I could definitely understand it. And it's one yeah, of the, the best shows ever. Rudy has had some great character development in yes. this episode, even though he has some 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 horrible moments. Right. Great character development. I, and I love the fact that they still have his, his... Okay, let me... This is about to sound crazy. So let me rephrase this. I love the fact that he's unapologetically him when it comes to his perversions because of his previous life and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that aspect of it, even though it's quite weird. Yeah, yes. It, I kind of detest it at the same time. You know what I mean? Because I don't fucking. I'm not a big fan of the whole perversion shit. He being true to him, even though it's a weirdo activity. Exactly. Very weirdo. Very much a weirdo activity. Um, but it's good. All right, and last but not least, we can touch on this quickly, but The Dreaming Boy is a realist. My favorite show of the season probably out that's not returning, obviously. Um, this Super one, duper dumb fire. Yeah, man, this one was interesting because she was more... Uh, the, the roles were more reversed in this episode than it's been in, the, in previous episodes. She's trying to yeah. figure out what the fuck is going on with him. But I don't understand, like... Because she knew the deal that he was... Stalking her, he was confessing his love to her, and he was asking her out constantly while she rejected him. Why are she why is she so confused now? So it's a crescendo, right? And mm-hmm. by crescendo I mean that every episode has been progressively her getting more and more and more okay. Uh this is not getting cool with me, right? Um you we even saw earlier when she was talking or when he was talking to the other group of girls. Yep. That she did not like, right? Yep. Um, so it's kind of like that crescendo where it's like welling up, right? Eventually, it's gonna get to a point to where she can't act like play it off anymore. Mm. So that's kind of like how how I'm perceiving it, right? Yeah. Uh, and she ain't even recognizing it because she's used to getting attention from old boy the yep. entire time. She's used to getting attention, but now. Is completely gone and devoid of her life. Yeah. So now this attention that she was used to getting, everybody's still saying, "Where's your boyfriend at? Where's where he at?" And you know, 
they're saying and what makes it even more like a I guess kind of interesting to me is the fact that uh she knows why he is acting this way but really no one else does and and some people do Wait. but not everyone knows exactly why cuz like the older sister didn't 100% know like why he was why his personality changed right. and his personality change isn't just to her it is now apparently to everything that he thinks is unnecessary yeah, and and the unnecessary part is just him himself. He feels like he's an NPC, you know. So he's like, you know, I I couldn't get the girl of my dreams, and I've tried so hard. I'm just an NPC. So he mm-hmm. looks down on himself like my boy does in, in my team, romantic comedy snafu. But everybody else around him sees like, wait a minute, this guy's actually super dope. Right, and that's what I like about this the most is his surrounding scene. His surrounding notice his surroundings noticing who he really is because he's not super glued to the hip of uh what's her name? Ayaka. So because he's not super glued to her and him just being himself and being normal, everybody that's is starting to gravitate around him and starting to notice, like, wait, this guy's fucking awesome. Like he's good at this, he's good at that, he's helping with this, he's helping with that. It's interesting. And they're noticing it better than he is. Yes. Oh yeah, he he has no fucking clue. <laughs> he he even said in this episode when he was asked by the student council president, "How do you see yourself?" Oh, I'm I'm an ordinary guy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I forgot about you. Oh, yeah. Okay, you that's it. Yeah, ordinary guy. He and then even like you know his sister. His sister says, "Say say ten things nice about me. Nothing. All right. Say something ordinary about me. Blam, 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 blam. She rattling, rattling off the list." And it goes to so show like that, yeah, that feeling could have been deeply rooted even before we got to this point. Exactly. But the reality is, is that like, because it's so deeply rooted at this point, and then he also coupled that with her, the constant rejection, yep. you know what I mean? Now, buddy, don't, he, he has, he, dude has no idea what he actually is perceived as by the world. And it's going to take a lot of time before people start saying, yo, you're really a cool guy. You're, you're what's going on before he actually gets back to that point. Because yeah, he probably was a much more likable or, or extremely fun guy. They probably, people recognize all the great things about him back then, even though his sister was just being a big sister. She was just being a big sister for real. Even though a lot of it was mean, she was just being a big sister. (laughs) But it's like everyone else could recognize, you know, who he was, but now, because he is gone off that, you know, that, uh, yeah, all that unnecessary stuff is cut. Uh, the idea that, you know, in his mind that he is just average at everything is, is hilariously wild because yeah. he's not in any sense at this point. You know what I mean? He's being noticed by everybody. Yep. And he's helping so many people out without even realizing what he's doing. It's, it's a it's a captivating show because it's like <sighs> I'm not rooting for her at all. It shouldn't be. I'm rooting for him to just move past it and just keep keep just kind of gliding away. Even though we know everybody knows he still loves her, you know, but he just gliding away from her and just moving like this. It's the opposite of what we wanted in my team romantic comedy staff. We wanted our guys to make to pick a to pick someone. This one, I don't want him to pick. I don't want him to pick her. I don't want him to go back. I want him to pick somebody we don't know. 
brand new, bro. Brand new. Somebody who sees him for him in an instant. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's going to be it's as it's, it's mean as it sounds, but that'll be fire if he just hooks up with somebody else and they just, it's just it. You know, I, I'm not, I wouldn't care at all. It's and, a rap. And it's not that she's a bad person. She a bad person. No, she a bad person, bro. <laughs> I agree, man. Hold on, man. No, she is actually a bad person because there's no way you leave somebody on or you let somebody do that. And then all for of a sudden, so long. yeah, for so long. And all of a sudden, you're like, Okay, now he, now that he stops. You're like, okay, but why did you stop it? Don't stop. Keep going. So I can keep dragging you along like a fucking dog on a leash. Right. You just wanted attention to begin with, and now you're not getting it. Straight up. Well, and that's cr- crazy because now she's getting more attention, and she's yeah, unhappy. But, well, the thing is, is that everybody expected who she was getting attention from. Mm. So now. Her lifestyle didn't change because now she getting more attention than she wanted, but not from the source that she used to. She was used to a habit. She mm. had a habit of attention from one person. <laughs> and now because that 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 resource um, <laughs> of attention for her has dis- dissipated or disappeared. She's like, well, shit, I don't want all this attention. I want that. And maybe she sees all the attention he's getting now. I want that grass, not my my burnt up grass over here. <laughs> yeah, now that she's seeing him getting attention, she's like, "Oh shit, that's mine! Don't do that. Get away from him." It's that kind of shit. It's possessive and narcissistic and just gross, bro. It's so good. This show is so good. But you yeah. know what? Tell for real, for real. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm at so, Polo Born Fly on all social media. I'm at King Taliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Wife on Twitter and at Mike Check Wife Wife on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads. And as always, Mike, 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 Jack, 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 that's crazy. You're now tuned into Mike Check Waifu Waifu.